With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Where You Not Entertained, where two film fans discuss their favorite flicks. I'm Daniel. And I'm James. And tonight we are going to be talking about, well, today, or whenever you're listening to this, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Marriage Story. Yeah. Um, so there we go. We had our one laugh, if you call that a laugh, in the, in the entire in, entire episode this time. Yeah. This was a sad-ass motherfucking story. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so, it's not um, sunshine and rainbows. Uh, right. This is... This is another, so we don't do this very often, actually, but this is another Netflix original yeah. that, uh, that we are covering. Uh, the first one was... Um, I know Romo was a Netflix movie. Oh, yeah, okay. So we've done a few, I guess, at this point. Fair enough. What was the one you were thinking of? Uh, I was thinking of uh, Always Be My Maybe. Oh, yeah, that was one as well. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. I like that movie. Yeah, it was. Good. It, was. Uh, it was much more lighthearted than this is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, I mean, I have a feeling we're going to be doing another one. Um, Oscar time's coming up soon, and The Irishman is definitely going to be one that we're going to have to watch. Yeah, yeah. And it's that's on Netflix as well. Probably going to be on that list. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is a... Uh, Golden Globe favorite, I guess. I don't want to call it a favorite, but it had it had a lot of nominations in the Golden Globes. A widely respected uh, movie. Yeah. Man. Yeah, exactly. We'll call it that. And just a heads up, we're going to spoil the hell out of it. So if you haven't seen it, um, I don't think that this one's as uh, prone to spoilers because it's very much a character drama. But um, Yeah, I mean, we can tell you what happened, up. but unless you watch it, it doesn't really... It's not telling you a whole lot. If I tell you what happens, you're going to go, that's the most boring movie I've ever heard of, and I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> but it's abs- I will, I'll go ahead and throw it out there. It's absolutely worth a watch. This is a great movie. The acting in it is superb. Yes. I mean, Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver, just they are... I like the fact that he is a play director or a theater director Mm -hmm. because this has the sense of like a play. There's a lot of drama that happens in standing in a room talking to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's a a very theater feel to this movie, Mm -hmm. Um, which, you know, I think is good. You know, I'm the guy who loves, you know, the Megalodon jumping out of the water, eating like an airplane. But at the same time, um, (laughs) you know, a really good character drama with superb writing and acting and direction. Like it was very, very well done. Yeah. Uh, uh, What is it? Fences kind of kind of makes me feel get that same feel. Right. Like, you know, it's a movie because there's different locations and it isn't just on a stage Mm -hmm. with, you know, cardboard being shifted around (laughs) behind them um but it is yeah it is very character driven it is 
it's a lot like a play. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's got good ratings. People love this movie. Um, uh, I feel like people love it because they can relate to it, which is pretty fucking sad. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, every not to be a, a a downer or anything, but every relationship ends poorly. You know, like there's not there's not really a great way for a relationship to to go away, and so. No. Um, I think that it, I was a little surprised in the movie because I was like, oh, okay. So, like, this is, like, starting with divorce. Right. I mean, I was like, I guess if you called it a divorce story, it would be far less enticing to watch. But at the same time, <laughs> I, I was at least thinking maybe we got a little bit of marriage before we go straight into, oh, nope, they're separating. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't uh, They didn't build into it much. They had the little lists or whatever that they made Yeah. Um, for their... For their, I guess, a counselor, um, which is kind of laughable anyway. But um, they had those lists, and so that's how it started, is that they're essentially reading their lists uh, in a monologue. So they're not actually reading them out loud to anybody or to each other or anything like that. Right. Um, so you get to see what's or hear uh, what's on the list. And it gives you, I think, a good insight to the characters themselves and then, you know, how they felt about each other at the time originally. Yeah. Um, which then you get into the counselor's office and, okay, so they're not going to read the list to each other. <laughs> y'all wrote these nice, y'all wrote these nice little lists and no, I fucking hate you. Eat shit. Okay. Well, this is going great. Yeah. <laughs> um, the thing that I, I think that that was set up really well, too, because it, it <clears throat> took what is a story of two people falling apart, which it's so easy to immediately go, all right, who do I like and who do I not like? And it's their fault. Right. But by doing that, it kind of it was a genius way to preface these characters, which we don't know, and mm -hmm. give us kind of a backstory of what we're walking into right um because that i felt like was the best feat of this movie is i never even down to the very end i didn't want to see either of them fail you know or either of them win per se yeah you know what i mean like uh it was way too real to ever expect like a happy ending mom no. and dad get back together i knew no. that that wasn't gonna happen this is this isn't a fantasy i mean it's fantasy but there's a lot more attempt to be realistic in this one. Right. Um, but just the way that they were able to walk that incredibly fine line of not really, of both of them being right and both of them being wrong and still both likable and at the same time not expect them to end up together. Like it, it pushed yeah. a lot of different things that you don't see in movies very often. Yeah, no, that's very true. Um, I will say that there's, there is certain parts where I'm like, I am not necessarily, there is no winner in this situation. Right. Right. So I'm not necessarily rooting for anyone to win, but it is a, wow. Like you're being really shitty right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like really shitty. Um, and they, I mean, they both had their, obviously they both have their shitty moments, but, right. um, 
you know, towards the beginning of it, it's, it's, they both seem kind of, um, meek, I guess. Like they, they have, they kind of have a mutual respect for each other, but they're not like, they're not at the point where they're like yelling in each other's faces. And so it doesn't start off as like, this is a, this is a horrible, horrible marriage and you both want to kill each other. No. And it, it is not like that at all. Um, and I don't know about Meek, maybe one reason why, but I, I mean, like, I think the entirety of this was just example after example of people not saying what they meant. Right. And like, if they, if they had taken the time to have a conversation at any point before, I would say, the first massive argument, mm-hmm. um, something may have been different. Right. In that story. So, yeah, I mean, the and I think it starts off really well in the counselor's office of the refusal to mm-hmm. have the conversation. Yeah. Lack it, of communication yeah. is obviously a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so and you find out that that's been pervasive throughout the throughout the marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And when things were communicated, the other one wasn't listening. Mm-hmm. And it just it has the all the tropes of two people who could be happy together but they hadn't figured out how to make it work yet right i think yeah uh, they went too long without being able to address Mm -hmm. these problems that they're having with you know each other and themselves as they grow because people change as they get older that's just how it works but the inability to express that and then you're just it's just straight resentment and after that there's no coming back from that Mm mm-hmm like you can't hate somebody to your core and then just be like oh, okay we're better now. Like yeah, it, and I don't think that they do, hated each fake. other to to their core. I think that there was some, Oh, I think they got there. I don't I never really felt that. I felt that there was some serious like anger and resentment that had built up, but I don't think I think there was always that I woke up every day wishing you'd die. I think that's pretty... Well, and then he immediately bursts into tears and collapses on the floor and hugs her leg like a child. Like, yeah, no, you know I what I mean? It. Like, he, he didn't mean to... He, he, meant, he meant to say it because he wanted to feel that kind of catharsis, but he was so ashamed the moment he said the words. Yeah. And I don't think he believed him. I don't think that he actually hoped she died. No, I don't think so either. And so... But... There has to be some deep-seated anger and some serious yeah. issues going on. Well, yeah, to, I mean, to even fighting over a child like might have a, a little bit of an impact on that. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and so I, I think that they were. I, I don't know. I, I never felt like that the two of them were irreconcilable. I think is the word. <laughs> um, but. You know, I felt like that there was always an option of them actually just hashing shit out because they still clearly loved each other, mm-hmm. even down to the very end of the movie. I think that and there was, I think that there was an option before they got the lawyers involved. Yeah, that kind of fucks things up. Yeah, but absolutely, and that's kind of so. That was the point when, like, so when that happened, I was like, okay, so like you're just gonna you're just gonna blindside him with this and it's not like it's not like she went and got the you know happy-go-lucky lawyer Mm -hmm. like he ended up getting in in the beginning 
Right. Like she didn't get that lawyer. She got the the claws out, fangs in your neck, gonna get what she thinks you deserve. Mm -hmm. Not what you asked for, but what she thinks you deserve. Right. And so when you get to that point, I was like, okay, so like you've gone from what could be like y'all could probably either work it out or like come to decisions about how you want things to go in your life and your child's life. And you've just thrown that shit out the window. It's like, Hey, we're going to have a really nice sit down meeting. Everything's going to be cool. We're, we're trying to make this work in the best way possible so that everybody's happy. I'm just going to lay my gun here on the table. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that, you know, things don't go my way. I can just murder everyone. Like it's, it, it yeah it was very much a a uh, an escalation yeah big but, time um you know but and I, at the same time i get it I, you know well i get it too in the the conversation that she has with with mm-hmm. her lawyer kind of gives you insight into how she's feeling and how she thinks she deserves more which lets you know kind of why she why she's hired her in the first place. Yeah, and also why the marriage fell apart. Sure, you well, know? yeah. You know, I mean, the whole yeah, this the... whole story is why the marriage fell apart. Right. Uh, but yeah, to me, that specifically was kind of a. I've I've decided that I want more than what he's willing to give because he's always been selfish. Right. Right. So, at that point, you are literally drawing a line in the sand and uh, it's again that's something that once you've done that it's hard to hard to come back from yeah there's some bells that can't be unrung right exactly uh and so i found it interesting that he you know the first lawyer that he talked to was the the same style you know blood sucking Uh gonna brawl in the street as you know as she as she so elegantly put it this is a street brawl now. Yeah. Um, that has stood a chance, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you, but then you start talking about cost, and it's like, holy Dude. shit! Yeah, that was insane. So we're gonna need a twenty-five thousand dollar retainer. We're gonna need to go through your finances for twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I've been talking to you for five minutes, and you've thrown thirty thousand dollars at me. No. Forty-five or forty-five thousand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just we skipped over it, but I got to say we talked about Scarlett Johansson yeah. and we talked about Adam Driver, but mm-hmm. Laura Dern was awesome in this. Yes. she was so perfect because it would have been, you know, Ray, Liot- Ray Liotta did a great job of being the high-powered, you know, asshole attorney. Mm-hmm. Laura Dunn was doing it um, the same model, but was insanely likable. Um, she was she was a great character. Yeah, she was a lot more um, personable, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, she no less was, fangs, but a right. a, a lot more. Um, I think a good insight a softer was softer touch when yeah. they initially had the first meeting with the lawyers. Like mm-hmm. he had hired, I don't remember what his name was, but Alan Alden. Yeah, um, which he was wonderful. Yeah, well, Bert. Yeah, go figure, Bert. Okay, yeah, and that totally fits his demeanor. Dude's name's Bert. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
that hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Meeting just totally explained kind of how she is, right? Because she's she's arguing points and she's being very, you know, this is how it is. And then she's, you know, oh, you want to order lunch? And then it's nice and friendly. And, oh, that play. I saw that play that you mm-hmm. did. It's genius. I can't believe it. And then... Two seconds later, back to this is what yeah, <laughs> you're exactly. like. Okay, so you just like turn off business, and you're like, okay, you're probably actually a cool person. Oh, business back on. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, she knows when to pull the claws out. Yeah, well, I think the claws are always out when she's when she's working. Right, right. right which is fine. Fair enough. <laughs> you are you are a lawyer, right? And a damn good one. And a damn good one. So, yeah. Uh, no, they... I, you can't call it an all-star cast. Uh, there's some pretty, it's, it's, pretty big people in it this. Is a, it is a mostly star cast. I did love to see Wallace Shawn in it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will never not hear... That's inconceivable whenever yeah. I see him. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I know he's probably... Tired He's probably of that, tired of that but shit. Like it's just it's ingrained in my soul, man. I do not think that word means what you think that word means. <laughs> yeah, no, always. Yeah. It's that'll never go away. Which is I don't you know. He, I some, mean he taught me not to start a land war in Asia. Right, yeah. Absolutely. It's practical yeah, knowledge. It is very practical knowledge. Um you know, maybe maybe he's one of those actors that kind of likes that. Appreciates like that he did legacy, something that, yeah, yeah. That, that has that kind of cultural impact for 30 years. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. It was good it was good to see him in something. I don't haven't seen him in a lot of things. Yeah, I've seen him in some smaller roles, but I haven't seen him as prominent, I guess. Mm-hmm. He he was very prominent in this. Yeah. Um but but yeah, you know, I would say vastly a mostly star cast. Yeah. Uh and it shows. It was it was really well done. I think the directing was done really well as also. <laughs> Very well, much so. Well as well. Well, yeah, because this could like we were talking about this is a that if the directing wasn't on point, then this could have been a very boring movie. It could have been, yeah. And Straight so, snooze fest. Right, but it f- was far from it. It was very engaging, and you wanted to know what happened to these two people and how it turns out for them. Yeah. Because you're emotionally invested in the characters, which is something that, I mean, that's the highest praise that I can give to a movie like this. Right. Like, it, I really cared about the two characters, and I didn't want either of them to fail. Right, yeah. I was. You get to the middle, and it's like, Please get to the conclusion. Not necessarily because I'm tired of it and I want it to be over, but it's like, well, you people are just, you're a trash fire. Please put it this out. It's just getting worse. <laughs> put, put out the fire and figure out what's going on, please. Jesus. Yeah. I would like to see y'all like smile and go about your business in whatever direction that may be. 
Oh man, I really thought that the Adam Driver cutting his arm portion was gonna be a lot bigger deal. Like I thought that like he was gonna get like taken to the hospital, like oh, he was gonna was, pass was out hilarious. or something. And I loved that. That was gonna be entered into the record or something like that. And yeah, no, no, it didn't go that far. Yeah, okay. So I said Meek before, but man. The lady that they had come and kind of like shadow them or whatever. She, she was like a she wallpaper, was like, man. <laughs> <laughs> she was a very mild character. Uh, you say that, but then she cut people off halfway through their answers to ask another question. Yeah. So she, I don't know. I think she that was that's terrifying. What, <laughs> I think that's what mild people do when they have a position of power so that they can assert themselves. Mm. Otherwise, if they weren't in that situation, it would never happen. That's an interesting psychoanalyzation of them. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I, I really like this movie. I thought it, it was a great one. Um, I agreed to watch it because i knew that it was going to be a oscar contender most yeah, likely me and too. so it would be good to go ahead and uh, have a conversation about it so we have mm -hmm. a little less work to do when right, the, yeah, when yeah, the yeah. rolls around um and i was very pleasantly surprised because typically i shy away from movies like this without some sort of coaxing um mm -hmm. because i mean they don't make me happy right like and i like to watch Things that make me happy and things like, that I, I like feel like I'm going to enjoy going in. Right. And I'm, I felt like I was going to watch this and be really sad. And I was right. <laughs> right. But it was really, really good. And I'm glad that I ended up. I, I'm glad that I caught it because of that. Yeah. Because um, I, I think I would have been missing something if I hadn't seen it. Yeah, I think that. And I think that we're the same, but I like to watch movies that I've seen a preview for or heard about, and I go, ooh, yeah, that, that actually sounds like it could be good. Mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to, one, that people obviously people talk about this, but uh, you hear about it, and it's like, I don't really know that I want to watch that. But uh, in the process of doing this podcast, I will say that I have watched a lot of movies that I don't think I would have watched otherwise. And I found myself enjoying a lot of them, mm -hmm. uh, whether they make me sad or not, uh, or happy or whatever. Um, it's still one of those things where you can see it and see the value in it. Uh, that I've watched movies that I absolutely hated, but totally see the value in. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all did a great job. I never want to watch that again. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> um, and this is not, so I don't feel like this is one of those. I don't, I don't know that I would ever go out of my way to, to watch it again. It's certainly not something I'm going to buy personally. Um, my wife might make me buy it, but, <laughs> but as far as like, I'm looking to rent a movie or buy a movie or something, this is not going to be on that list, but I am glad that I watched it. Uh, if it were to ever be on, like, I wouldn't be like, uh, do we have to watch this? You know, there are those movies that I'm just like, if if I never had to watch another minute of this ever again, I would be just fine. Yeah. No, um, I think we all have those movies. Yeah. Um, and it's hit and miss, right, with something kind of like this and mm -hmm. these and these kind of character dramas. Uh, you never know if that's kind of where it's going to fall, but it didn't for me. 
uh, and I'm pleasantly surprised by that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of on a Adam Driver kick right now. Nah, like pretty sure. much everything he touches has been gold for me lately, and so um, I was pretty confident, especially with Scarlett Johansson. She's been wonderful, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah, yeah. I'm pretty confident in anything she does, especially if it's a character piece where she just is, you know, trying to be a complex actor because she's phenomenal at that Mm -hmm. so i was pretty confident that it was going to be really well done Mm -hmm. um i was worried it was going to be darker than it is Mm -hmm. a lot of things like this you end up having a situation where both people are so fucked up the like you just are picking the lesser of the two evils to root for right where it was the complete opposite these are both really genuinely good and likable people Mm -hmm. that just weren't working anymore and it was sad to see it fall apart. It was like an autopsy of a marriage. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. And so, yeah, I, um, it is called marriage story. So I guess that while that doesn't totally make sense, I <laughs> guess in that aspect it does. Yeah. All right. Well, I think then that probably wraps it up for marriage story. As far as the overall synopsis and uh, our takeaways and everything that brings us to what was your favorite scene, Daniel? Uh, we actually already touched on it. A little bit, yeah. Uh, but it was it was when uh, they're at the apartment, and uh, the the ladies there. I can't remember her name, but whatever. She's she's shadowing them, and mm, yeah, the auditor or whatever. Yeah, she's called. yeah. A, call it a child observer, <laughs> the child observer or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're they're at Charlie's apartment, and it's after. It's kind of at the end of everything, and mm-hmm. it's when he cuts himself because uh, they're sitting in the living room, and there's kind of like this awkwardness, and he's not really sure how everything's gone. You mm-hmm. know, he's it's a nervous situation. Like, oh, you've, yeah. you've done your best. Um, you made the you made the apartment look nice, and uh, you've you know he's. He seems like a good dad anyway, so you know there wasn't anything about his actions with the kid that were necessarily like overplayed, right? Um, like, oh well, we don't do that, Sonny. You know, yeah. there wasn't it wasn't any of that kind of stuff. Uh, but they're sitting there, and then she notices the like the hole in the wall, mm-hmm. and he's immediately like, um, so let's change the subject. So that thing he was talking about before with the the knife thing, yeah. it was just I've got this little, and it's just like a baby box cutter that he's got on his keychain. Right. I wouldn't even call it a knife. If somebody called that a knife, I'd just be like, no, it's a box cutter. Right. <laughs> it's not a it's knife. Exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. A knife can cut a steak. If you can't cut a steak with a knife, it's not a knife. And that <laughs> son of a bitch couldn't cut a steak. Maybe it would have taken. Well, it certainly cut his forearm. Yeah. <laughs> You can cut a good gash in a steak. Yeah. Well, but. you do that five times. You cut a steak. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, you know, he cuts himself, uh, trying to show her what the joke was, but utterly fails. Yeah, and, and actually cuts himself. And cuts the shit out of himself. And just kind of how he handles it, and he's like, oh, it's okay. And he's bleeding like through his shirt. Mm-hmm. And, She's, he's trying to get her out the door, and she's like, oh, you don't touch me with your... Right, with your bloody hands. <laughs> um, so I, I thought it was 
I thought it was interesting how they kind of made that happen, right? It was the the hole in the wall. You're in an awkward moment. I'm trying to do this. Let's change the subject. Oops. But then once he actually gets her out and he goes and washes his arm off in the sink and mm-hmm. gets the paper towels and then, you know, I've I know that feeling like when you've when you've severely I injured yourself. I fucked up. I <laughs> fucked up. Yep, I've been there. And once you kind of get it all, like you're not gonna bleed out or anything, where you're just like, uh, I'm gonna lay down now. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I've lost. I've lost enough blood that I feel like I just need to take a nap. Yeah, there's also that adrenaline crash. That, right. Oh, my God. There's no sleep like after an adrenaline <laughs> crash. Uh, but, yeah, I thought it was – I thought it, that was interesting. And then I thought it was hilarious how he's, like, tanked out on the floor in the in the kitchen. Kid walks in, and he's like, I'm just really tired. Yeah. And then rolls around so that a kid can't see the blood on his right. sleeve and everything. Yeah. Kid's walking out. Spot of milk right in front of his face. Yep. You're like, yeah. Beautiful disaster. Way to go. <laughs> oh, man. I just, I really like that whole, that whole scene there. Um, it, it, I think it speaks volumes. It's a good one. Yeah. So, what was yours? Uh, we've touched on mine as well. Oh, okay. Mine was the scene at the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Where it's doing the montage of both them being parents and kind of showing off their best features, but it's done from the other character's perspective and the things that they love most about them. Mm -hmm. So you get to see how honest the characters are with themselves and with others, but not with each other. Right. Like they'll tell someone else or they'll tell themselves or write down the things that they truly mean, but they can't come to actually say those words to the other person. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it speaks, it it kind of is an example of what is going to happen for the next two hours of the movie. (laughs) Um, and it's, you don't really feel closure until those words that did those, those pieces of paper are the Chekhov's guns Mm -hmm. and the, the, the movie isn't over until one of them's been read. Right. And I, I just I think that it was really well done. It bookended everything really nicely. It set up a premise for you very cleanly, and the two characters were were well defined and um, and likable right from the start. Um, especially with somebody like Adam Driver, who can be so intense, mm-hmm. he could very easily seem cold or unlike as less likable. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. in something like a relationship like this and i i think that it 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 made the character <clears throat> it made the characters better for me i really appreciated it mm-hmm. i thought that, that was a, a great way to start the movie yeah i agree i'm also a, a sucker one. for weird intros <laughs> it was yeah it was a unique intro mm-hmm. um yeah, i liked it yeah yeah good choice thank you all right. Well, if you liked what you heard here, please check us out. Check out some of our other episodes, or hit us up on social media. Maybe even go as far as give us a review or some stars on your podcast listening app of choice. And hope to hope that you join us next time on Were You Not Entertained.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.